Welcome Sunny Conversations. I'm Heather Hauser and I am so glad you are joining me today. Welcome listeners to another Sunny Conversation podcast. Today I am here with Keegan and Keegan is, I got to tell you, a very bright young man who has always, since I've known him, and I've known you since you were, what, 12 or 13? Yep, yep. You have been so energetic, smiling a lot. You've had some ups and downs in your life, but overall, I'm going to say that you're a pretty happy person. I try and be. I try and be. (laughs) So, welcome, Keegan. Welcome. Nice to meet you guys. We are here talking today uh, not about how to become happy or something specific about being happy, Keegan and I are talking about things that we do that we think bring us happiness and joy, but really don't. Because I think Keegan has a lot of insight on some of this. Absolutely. You know, happiness, I believe, definitely comes from within. You know, we look Mm -hmm. to outside forces, Mm -hmm. um, instant gratification. And the bottom line is the way to really find your happiness is to look deep inside yourself, do a little bit of soul searching, you know, what really makes you happy as an individual. Not a lot of people look into themselves. They, again, like you said, mm-hmm. look to outside forces, social media, mm-hmm. drinking, I mean, anything. And it's okay to drink once in a while and, you know, dewind and relax. But at the end of the day, you know, ask yourself what really makes you happy. Have you ever done that? Absolutely. I mean, coming to where I am today in life, I always, you know, try and meditate, try and introspect and reflect back on, you know, my day and how I got to this point in life and mm-hmm. When I think about where I came from and who I am today, just all that makes me happy knowing that I'm here now and I'm going to keep going and go that much further. Okay, so what are some of the things that you learned when you were doing some of the introspection? Yeah. You brought this up and I'm like, okay, so what did you do that if you weren't happy, I'm assuming then you were not in a happy place? Correct. Okay. I know for, you know, I'm friends with your mom, so yes, I saw you when you were younger, yeah. but as you were getting older, like you're supposed to, I don't, you know, you're off with friends or doing yeah. other things, right, I right. don't see you as much. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, you were not in a happy place at one point. Yes. And then what did you do? So, um, I, I know you said you got introspective, yeah. but walk us through that a little bit. Of course. Bit. So, mm-hmm. I came out when I was 17, and at that oh. Yeah, that's okay. That's a huge thing. I mean, that's yeah. a lot of things people in my generation, mm-hmm. generations before me, may have not have done till their 30s or 40s. And, right. you know, you always hear, I wasn't happy for X amount of time. I was married to a woman or a man. And, you know, this is my big story of, like, when I think of happiness and coming okay. out. And so, long story short, I came out when I was 17, and I wasn't happy prior to that. You know, I was always seeing people dating and doing their thing, finding companionship, and... um you know, I always felt like a part of me was missing. I always felt there was this void inside me that needed to be filled. I always knew I was gay, but I never accepted it. When I got to a point of not caring anymore, because I mean, my grades were horrible. I I just was not me. I felt like a shell. And when I looked into myself a little more and Uh came the terms that I was a gay male in 2015, 2014, I mean, times are changing, but they're not where they should be. You know, that's when I felt a huge weight lifted off my shoulders. Once I got past that stage of 
hey, this is who I am, this is who I want to be, this is where I'm going. Everything just seemed to kind of flow naturally with the universe and happiness just kind of came to me. Like I didn't have to search um, social media. I didn't have to post pictures to get social gratification. Oh, that's huge. I want to pin that. I'm Absolutely, yeah. Because that. okay. that's, I mean, yeah. Okay, actively listening. So yes, I'm use yeah. Some active listening that's okay, yeah. Here. I'm really fascinated. So you're miserable. Yes. Then what you did is you looked at yourself and say, really, who am I? What am I about? Yes. And let me come to my own truths. Yes. And then accept my own truths. Be accepting and loving of me. And that's a huge step right there. Okay. The acceptance. Because a lot of people just, once they stop at that point and go backwards. Yeah. And go back in the hiding and not who they are. But go on, I'm sorry. No, you're absolutely <laughs> yeah. correct. Because when you're not happy and accept yourself, mm -hmm. um, your true authentic self, yes, and you try to hide it or try to manipulate it into yeah. working, it doesn't work. Nope. And it could be, yeah, you for you, it came you came out of the closet. It might be something completely mm -hmm. different for somebody else. Whatever yeah. your authentic self is, right, you need right. to find that, admit it love yourself then for that yeah. cuz we all have different battles and we're all fighting different More battles every day every that was day. you know my experience yes. of yeah. coming the happiness i mean that's the going through the notes you sent me that yeah. was the first thing that clicked in my head like yeah. it cuz i was yeah that was for you yep um i know for myself being divorced that was a hard thing for me. You know, am I a failure? Can somebody ever love me again? Right. You know, so again, those are some of the things that I had to go through and say, no, this is, that's just part of my history. That's not who I am. Mm -hmm. And, and then accept that. Yeah, I'm divorced. Okay. I'm divorced with kids. Okay. Exactly. Accept it. And Accept it you and have beautiful it. kids. You made a I beautiful do. life. And you yeah. look back and those are moments of happiness. Because Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So whatever the truth is, you got to figure that out and accept it. Mm -hmm. Okay. I want to go back to what you Absolutely. said. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> okay. Things that we do that kill, kill us. Social media and likes. Yes. Social media, first of all, and a lot of research has been done on this. We compare ourselves and our lives as to what we see on social media. That this is how I'm supposed to look like. This is how I'm supposed to dress. I'm supposed to be this happy and my life is supposed to be this perfect all the time because yeah. that's what I'm seeing. And as a homo sapien, a human, like we're wired to be better. We're wired to want to be better than the next so when we right. see these posts and the likes we want more likes we want to look better than that we want to be in a better environment we want the next best car like we're never satisfied yeah i mean it's yeah <laughs> i see it all the time and i'm like oh my gosh it is it is it is probably and I, when i told you just a few minutes ago before we were recording there is a thing called the world happiness report yeah and the world happiness report very very well respected has been tracking world happiness and by country by country with mm -hmm. all of their measures and they've been noticing a decline and us has a horrible horrible record for being happy and what i have noticed is that decline in happiness is also the increase, the timing of when Opposite, yeah. the social media goes up and up and yeah. up. You know, so it's like, I don't know if there's a, 
if there's been a study out there, I should probably research that. If there's a direct correlation between how much you do on social media as compared to how unhappy you are. Absolutely. And plus an example I have, um, there was this couple I used to watch all the time on YouTube. All the time. They posted mm -hmm. videos every day. They vlogged. They probably did podcasts on the side. but um, And they were together for 10 years. And once they started to get into vlogging, and I don't really know if it's so much that they got that gratification of like the views and the likes, mm -hmm. but it really impacted their relationship oh, yeah. because they oh, were yeah. doing what other people thought they should do to be happy. They were doing things that they thought the viewers would want, you know, so the viewers would be happy. But w with the platform and giving back to the community, it tanked their relationship because they weren't really doing what made them happy. They were doing what made the viewers happy. So, yeah. I mean, however you want to look at that, that, you yeah, know. It totally makes sense. Mm -hmm. They weren't being their authentic selves. Not at all. And they weren't being how they interact mm -hmm. organically as a couple. Yeah. Because they were too busy trying to get likes. R record, yeah, everything. And it yeah. just, they tanked. Oh, wow. So, uh, got to do what makes you happy. And, you know, yeah. when you're with someone, well, first you got to love yourself. And then when you love someone else, then, you know, that's what it's about. It's not about pleasing other people and no. pleasing society because it's, it's, you're it, you're going to fail. It's not, you're never going to win that battle, you know? No, you're not because no. no matter what, there are so many critics and naysayers out there and, you know, social media people out there who are, they're hurt. Yeah. And hurt people hurt people yep and so what they're doing is then they they say oh well you need to do this or more of that and and gratify me yeah they're my biggest fans <laughs> one day at a time <laughs> i'm like so like wait a second you, you know yeah it's like who are you doing this for are you doing this for you or are you doing this for somebody else yeah and plus two with that being said a lot of people project their misery yes. on other people yes. like what you just said and hurt it creates people hurt people yes yes yeah. and then you're right it creates that vicious cycle mm -hmm. i wish well i want to like i want to say we i wish we would get rid of social media but there are i have noticed that there are a few good things of social media yes i am not on it i'm only on linkedin that's good <laughs> build connections <laughs> For, uh, professional connections. exactly <laughs> social media is good for a couple things one just connections yes you know, it's just connecting with people that you know, like you really actually know. Know them, know them. Know them, know mm -hmm. them. Not like I met you for 10 minutes and now I know you. Yeah, no. No, that doesn't count. You know, like family. Like I miss hearing about the things that are going on in my cousin's lives. Yeah. Okay. I, I've, I've considered going on for that. Yeah. I'm still not. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Because I don't want the negativity. I don't want the neg anything negative. And it, it's hard to filter out. I mean, and that's that's the thing. And I'm 23 years old. The only social media I have is Facebook, work email, and TikTok. Yeah. And TikTok to me is a place of, of my happiness because I see other people being creative, putting their creativity out there. And watching people do that makes me actually happy. Like, So, I mean, it depends where you put your time in the social media and what yeah. you, you know knowing your limits and what you expect out of it like and yeah. with your intentions your intention would be to connect with family close close friends that's it you're not going to add adam sandler or like celebrities out there oh, and try and compare no. your life you know no, I don't. you just want to stay connected no. and close right and you have no competition it's family friends right. 
Right. So, and I don't want to do things for their their likes or their mm -hmm. approvals. Yeah. And that's what scares me. Exactly. Because I don't want to, that's why I haven't even done it, because I'm afraid to go down that road. Mm -hmm. I don't want to bring negativity intentionally right. into my life. Yeah, social media is, um, it can be a very dangerous road. It can be. Yeah. TikTok, you mentioned that for yeah. creativity. I also hear that that can be like a huge I've heard other people say uh, that that's like a huge vacuum, a time vacuum for them. Like they, they look up and it's like, my daughter does it. She lives on TikTok. And oh I'm my like, gosh. I'm like, child, you were supposed to do this by whatever time. <gasps> Never. What, mom? <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and that's the thing, you know, with mm -hmm. kids being young, their mind wanders and mm -hmm. they may get stuck into that stuff. Like me, with my job, I have a split shift. So during the times yeah, yeah. of yeah. where I have my breaks, I... I fill up time that I wouldn't, I couldn't do anything else because I don't have enough time. So I'll pass some time just to go on there, see some things, and I'm right back to where I need to be. You know, kids so don't have it, boundaries. So yeah. it's a time waster for you, but it's an intentional time waster. Yes, exactly. But you find happiness in looking at somebody else's creativity saying, mm -hmm. wow, I really appreciate what they did here. This was kind of fun. This was yeah. kind of neat. Mm -hmm. And it brings you a little bit of joy. Because that's people being their authentic self most of the time doing something that makes them happy. You know, yeah. a, a TikTok dance, as simple as that. Or, yeah. um, I mean, people, I've seen arts and crafts being made. I mean, people, I mean, it's endless out there. So when you see people doing what makes them happy, when, you know, that makes. Yeah. Yeah. I, it, I, get, th I get that. Yeah. But I, I want to make sure like they're doing that because it makes them happy, not because they're trying to get likes to become famous on TikTok. Or well, I have a bunch of followers. Because well, my daughter tells me, well, I follow this person because he has 25 million people following him. See, and that's, it depends how you're looking at it. And from that know. aspect, like, I, I don't know. I don't know either. <laughs> really, I could care less. I have six friends on there and yet I don't even talk to them. So. <laughs> six. <laughs> oh, I love it. Um. Okay, what about buying? I'm going to get off to social media because yeah. I could go down this road. Forever. Oh, man. Um, what about buying stuff? Have you ever said, ooh, I want this one pair of shoes? I really want this one pair of shoes. Absolutely. We've all done it. Yeah. Computers, shoes, phones. Yeah, and then what did you, how do you feel after you get them? I feel good maybe for a week and then I forget about it. Yeah. And then if you never look back into yourself, then you're, yeah. it, it's almost like you mask your demons and go back and buy more stuff. Exactly. You'll go buy a new phone. And that's, and that's one of the things that researchers have said, too. When we focus on wanting to buy stuff, yeah. you know, like your shoes or a phone. And I say shoes because my son had to have the Oof. LeBron James Nike. Mm. Uh-huh. Mm -hmm. So now he had a budget for school, back to shoes. Uh, back to school shopping and that's the first thing that he put in his budget shoes not the books no nope nothing oh my gosh okay, so you know he was so proud of them so proud of them school has not been in session for a month and and you're just sitting there they are yep yep <laughs> exactly you know my whole thing i mean this is a huge topic here and going back to objects making us happy Unfortunately, or however you want to look at it, money cannot. Money definitely does not buy happiness. No, it doesn't. Money is what makes the world, in quotes, go round. You know, you need right. money to live. You need money to do, go out to dinner with friends, to socialize, yeah. to. Ooh, going to dinner with friends though. You're yes. You're spending money. 
to make connections yes. and have a good time as well as an experience. Exactly. So, but that's the money. It's a very versatile thing. It depends how you choose to use it. How right. do you choose to understand yourself or how do you, you know, we all have choices. We all have free will. We do. We do. Absolutely. So almost lost my train of thought, but um, money does, it, it, it doesn't buy happiness, but it's, it's yeah. how you choose to use it. So stuff, instead of buying stuff, what should I buy? I um, got $100. Interesting. What do I do? Well, <laughs> that, what would you like to see the outcome be? What would make you happy with that $100? Would, Ooh, would I investing really want, that? I really want these LeBron James shoes, which cost more than $100. And when you get these shoes, what makes you want these shoes? Do you like the style? I like the style, and then all my friends are going to see that, and then I'm going to be on the cool kid list. And then, yeah, right, and then yeah. you end up not talking to those friends again, and then you hate the shoes. Right. Who knows? Anything's possible. And, you know, we do it. It's like peer pressure. That's our tough question because yeah. everyone's got a different outlook on money and objects and what will really make them happy. You know, I guess if you did something with the money that, you know, if you looked back on yourself and you have $100, how would you like to treat yourself? Would getting a massage, relaxing you, make you feel good? That, would, though, I think something like that, that's kind of health. Yes. It brings in health. Um, they have done studies on massages at how it takes some of the toxins out of your, your 100%. muscles. 100%. It does help rela relax you. It helps, helps you, especially if you're trying to reduce stress. It actually helps reduce your stress levels. Mm -hmm. And so it is also an experience. So you're yes, not buying yes. stuff. So if I had $100 and I bought it, you know, spend it on, on a massage, I'm not going to walk away two days later going, I don't care. Yeah, because you're going to remember that massage and you're still going to feel good. You're relaxed. All, right. Toxins removed throughout your, you know, you're feeling right. good. But if I buy something, you know, like something more material, that's when I start saying, oh, I shouldn't have bought this. Or... Yeah. I no longer care about it. So my thinking exactly. is, do I go for the like the coolest stuff or just go for mm -hmm. middle of the road and say, I'm happy with what I have. Exactly. And then spend Put it into your health and wellness. Health and wellness or experiences like going yes. out to dinner yep. or Because once you have those memories and it's part yeah. of your chemistry yeah. and you know you did it and it makes you feel good. That's where your happiness comes from. And then you're being your authentic self. Exactly. I, Two birds, one stone. I that hundred dollars went so far. I know. That that's awesome. <clears throat> we had like an epiphany kind of. That was a moment. That was a I good know. see. Hundred dollars went a long way. It did. It <laughs> now did. I want a massage. I think so too. Uh, what about, I know people think, oh, I need to have like the cutest girlfriend or the cutest boyfriend or you know, the hottest partner. People really put stock into that. And they yeah. judge other, you know, they feel like mm -hmm. other people are judging them based upon how cute their partner is. Right. People are very quick to make assumptions. People like to just take 10 seconds, look at someone, and think they know them or that person is hot. Beauty's in the eye of the beholder. But then when it comes down to it, okay, yeah, that person might be hot, but what's on the inside? Because if you yeah. choose to be with this person for, I don't know, five plus years married then you're together for yeah. 25 plus years are you going to be happy with what this person has to offer you right. do you guys have a connection are you guys mm -hmm. compatible y yes it's a package deal but you really have to look into people and you have right. to look again going back to the basics you have to look into yourself that's where a lot of that discovery of a relationship is going to come from 
not the other way around. <laughs> no. Mm -hmm. So if you're only thinking the physical, I'm with this person because of their physical looks, that changes. Yeah. Right. I mean, people gain weight. People mm -hmm. lose a lot. You can lose a lot of weight. People can change their hairstyle. Mm -hmm. And and then what? One of the things that I keep telling my my daughter because she's she's very into like how pe she thinks people perceive her. Mm -hmm. My comment to her is always people do not think about you as much as you think about you. That is true. <laughs> Takes a long time to learn that one, but that's that's true. People give you you know, you might be a fleeting thought as you said, might spend 10 seconds, "Ooh, he's hot" or "Ooh, she's hot." Yeah. And that's the only 10 seconds. Done. Zip. Well, that's, I mean, because that's the same thing at the gym. It's because when I go to the gym, you know, everyone thinks the tension's on you, you know, so I don't want to be at the weights because X, Y, and Z, because they're going to be looking at me. They're not worried about you. They're worried about how they look. Exactly. And how, because then it goes back to a physical thing, you know, because right. going to the gym can make you happy, but if you're going to the gym for the wrong reason, which could be, oh, the best, the best, and I'm hotter than the next person. Okay, you're in there for the wrong reason. Right. You should be in there to like feel good about yourself. Yes. Get that nice pump but, on, you know, yeah, and feel. And, and, and well, that also gets your endorphins going. That, yes. Yep. It increases your serotonin. Mm hmm And it actually helps you sleep better because it helps with the. I was going to say, I sleep really well. Oh, yeah. Four days a week, I'm sleeping good. <laughs> yes, it does. Because it does help production of melatonin then mm -hmm. in the evening. So it's nothing but healthy for you. Which in turn causes happiness. I know. You're not got kinky, whatever. All right. I have a question for you. Yeah. Last words of wisdom. What last piece of advice, last words of wisdom would you give our listeners of what not to do? <laughs> what not to do. Or what to do. Instead? I would say what to do. Let's focus on okay. the positives because when you like focus that. on the negatives, it can make our head spin and we don't need that. There's enough negativity going on. I would say always look into yourself, always be authentic, and always do what makes you happy. I know that sounds a little crazy, but when you look into yourself, it all comes together naturally. Always look into yourself for sure. Thank you. Why do most of us insist on filling our days doing things that actually cause us to be less happy? Wasting hours on social media, spending money on material items, working long and tedious hours to gain more power or money, dating people for looks, straining for the next promotion. All of these things do not make you happy. The only thing that these things do is give the perception to others that you are happy. Why do we spend so much time caring about what others think of us when in reality most people do not spend time thinking about us? Do others really care that you spend money on cars or shoes or having the right phone or computer? The answer is no. You care and you judge and you compare yourself. Are you really having fun constantly comparing yourself to others? Let's break these down just for a minute. Let's take social media. The multiple research studies on this consistently conclude that the more you use social media, the less happy you are. So why is this? Because you are comparing yourself to others. 
It undermines your self-esteem and provides less time on the one thing that does make you happy, face-to-face interactions. Spending money on material things also doesn't bring you happiness. Read up on Gilovich from Cornell University on this one and you'll find that the answer is no, that spending money on material things do not make you happy. So why not? When you purchase material things, sometimes you may get buyer's remorse. But that's not the worst of it. The worst of it is that you are comparing what you just purchased to others who may have something cooler or faster or nicer or whatever. Finally, then, your excitement over your cool new item fades after a few days or weeks. Do you know what else doesn't bring you happiness? Power and money. We slave long hours at work for more money or a promotion instead of experiencing time with those we love. Yes, working towards goals can bring you happiness. And yes, spending money on experiences or helping others can bring us happiness. Laura Park's research on this makes the relationship between money and happiness a bit clearer. When we tie our self-worth to money or power, such as you're only as successful and happy when you reach certain monetary goals, then your happiness actually decreases. Why? Again, because you're comparing yourself to others. Here's the key to happiness. Like Keegan, do a deep dive into yourself and really admit what brings you happiness. Things like working towards goals for a sense of self-accomplishment, spending money on experiences or helping other people, surrounding yourself with loved ones all bring you happiness. This podcast series looks into each of these topics so that we can focus on really what does bring you happiness. Today, put down your phones or computers and really think about times that you have been happy. What do these all have in common? And now, have your own sunny conversation with someone about what brings you joy. Thank you for listening. And I hope you have your own sunny conversation with someone today. You may visit me at www.sunnyconversations.com to view more. A special thank you to Shane Ivers for the music, What a Wonderful Day.